In life, it's safe to say that we don't like things to be empty. No one wants an empty stomach. You didn't leave with an empty stomach if you came to the Easter breakfast. Good job, parents and youth. No one, no one wants an empty gas tank or an empty wallet. We don't like feeling like we're running on empty. And we don't like hearing empty promises. So most of the time, and in most circumstances, empty is bad. But today, the opposite is true. Empty is good. Empty is good. On Easter Sunday, we celebrate the truth that the tomb was empty. Jesus promised the disciples that he would die, but then he would rise again. He said it, and then he did it. Jesus never made empty promises, never has never will. An empty tomb means that death is not the end. The grave does not have the final word. You see, that's good news because death is the biggest obstacle that we face in this life. It's the largest dilemma that we cannot solve. Yes, we have technology and advances in medicine that are helping people to live longer and longer. I even heard that some say that in the next 50 years or so, some expect that people could live to be 150. Hmm. Well, this can you believe? They're, they're commenting down here. In the how would that be? 150? Is that, how does that sound? Well, this may or may not happen. But here's the, the truth. That no matter how long we might live, we still face the stark reality that we all die. And then here comes the amazing truth. That 2,000 years ago, death was overturned by the one who is life himself. He came forth from heaven into earth to do something about this thing called death that we cannot escape. In John 11, verse 25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He comes right in the midst of death and he proclaims, I am resurrection. I am life coming to be with you. He said, whoever believes in me, whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live. That's good news. Yet shall they live. We live. 
Jesus is the only one in human history to claim to be God and then to back it up with his resurrection. Not only that, to then offer to us this new, this eternal life to all who would simply believe. It's without cost. It's free. Free for the believing. So today there is good news for you. If you have trusted in Jesus as your Savior before today, or if you choose to trust in Him today, then the darkness of death will not be your end. Jesus will give you His resurrection power. He will give it to you gladly as a gift. And if you truly desire to receive it by faith, then you will be raised up in glory with Him. And heaven will be your home. Amen. Is there anything better than that? To know that just like Him, you will be raised up. And that heaven will be your home. Yet there is another dimension to our rising up with Jesus that I want us to understand today. You see, I'm not just preaching about how you will rise beyond death sometime down the road, however long you might live. I mean, that is so good to know that we will rise up then when we take our last breath or Jesus returns. That's good to know, and that is so true. But there is a dimension of his rising that will impact your life here and now. The awesome reality of the empty tomb also means that if Jesus, our God, can defeat death, then he is big enough and he is strong enough to help us get through anything we face in this life. Some of you need that today. You know, there is someone who is with you. Someone big enough, someone strong enough to help you get through. Many of you, I know this, are thinking today, I know it's Easter, and I'm supposed to feel happy, but I don't. I've been really struggling lately. I know that's many of us right here in this room, just to be real about that. You're thinking, I'm feeling really down, and I could really use a lift. If that's you today, hear this. There is no person or situation or feeling that is bringing you down or that will bring you down in the future that is more powerful than Jesus. 
It just doesn't exist. There is no way for those things to keep you down when you have a death-defeating Savior who says He's with you. I know you may feel down. We're all going through things. But you have a death-defeating Savior who says He is with you always. Here's our main point today. To lift you up and to give you hope. No matter how far down you are, Jesus will help you rise again. Take that in. No matter how far down you are, Jesus will help you rise again. So what is bringing you down right now? Maybe it's something within your family, your finances, your marriage, your employment or lack thereof, your health. Maybe it's a deep sense of loss or grief or discouragement or depression. Is it regret in your past or worries in your present or fears about your future? I know that we come in here on Easter Sunday and we're supposed to wear a smile with our Sunday best. I know all that. But we also need to be real about what we're going through, about what is weighing us down. And today, if we were to be totally transparent and begin a large group counseling session, you're like, oh, wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, I didn't think we were doing that today on Easter. Whoa. But just think about it. If we were to have a large group counseling session today in church, we would realize that we are more alike than we are different. That we all share the same human worries and weaknesses. Do we all have things that are keeping us down? Yes. Yet, has Jesus given us the hope of rising again? Yes, and amen. Let's look to 1 Peter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may, here it is, lift you up in due time. I know it often feels like your problems will never go away, but that's just not true. Jesus is forever. Your problems are temporary. You hear that? Jesus, in our life with him, that's forever. Problems, temporary. They're going to go away. 
Sometimes we have to be patient. Sometimes we have to humble ourselves before God. Because he's saying to each of us today, pray, trust me, seek me, get connected with me, and you will rise again beyond what you're going through right now. One of my favorite verses of all time is John 14, 19. Where Jesus says, because I live, you also will live. It says so much to me. I think it says so much to all of us. That there is a a life that we can live only in him. A life that he wants to pour out into us. See, we know that Jesus conquered death. When we know that, it will help us to be able to conquer whatever has us down. It's because of Jesus with us, we can be lifted up now. We can live something better than what we are experiencing right now. There is more that he has for all of us. There is more blessing upon blessing that is coming your way because he is a good God. And he wants to give good gifts to his children. His word tells us that. So good things are on their way. He's going to lift up each of us again and again as long as we continue to look to him again and again. So now in a few moments, we are going to stand and we're going to sing the song, Because He Lives, which is connected right with that very verse. Because I live, you also will live. But first... I want to share the story of how this song came to be. The story starts with a young couple, Bill and Gloria Gaither, who met at Anderson University right here in Indiana. They began their relationship and their early marriage in the 1960s, a chaotic era in our country. They began to be very discouraged by the cultural shift away from God and from many of the values that they had grown up with. They also wrote of the severe Indiana winter of 1969. That was before my time. Anyone else remember that one? Okay, just just checking. So apparently, not only was this harsh winter, unusually long and bleak, but then Bill became diagnosed with a very severe case of mono. Then Gloria found out that she was pregnant during this very distressing time in their lives. She was truly concerned about bringing a baby into the world that they were now experiencing. Their anxieties continued to grow as a young couple. 
But then, on a sunny spring day of 1970, Gloria's father-in-law pointed out a hopeful sign of life in God's creation that brought her and Bill great encouragement. It was a tiny blade of grass that had pushed aside the layers of dirt and even concrete to reach the sunshine, to reach the world above. It had such a strong will to live. It had overcome all the odds to fulfill its destiny to rise up. So that blade of grass from that day became a symbol to the Gaithers of how God brings hope into the world, bringing forth life through the resurrection power of Jesus. And now, now they had peace about bringing their son into the world, knowing that he would be in good hands. That picture that you see of the blades of grass is a picture of all of us. The sun is shining on us today. And through his rising power, we will rise up beyond the rock and the hard place that we find ourselves in. Will the concrete of life weigh us down? Of course. But through the love and resurrection power of Jesus, we will be raised up through it and beyond it again and again. And then the day will come when you and I will rise again fully one last time and we will never be down ever again. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, may this picture just get into our souls today. That, Lord, though the, the concrete of the world, the things going on in our lives are difficult and are weighing us down, we pray for your resurrection power, Lord, to come upon each of us, to fill us, Lord, though we are weak, but you are strong, help us and our families and those that we know and those you connect us with, Lord, to live in that sense of hope that through you, not on our own, but through you, we can rise up in this life again and again as you take us by the hand and lift us up. And through our trust in you, Jesus, as our Savior, we know that our destiny is heaven. But we will rise up and we will never be down again. Lord, because you live, we also will live. 
Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for giving us life now and forever. It's in your name, Jesus. Amen.